the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Like this episode of Nerdables, Bat Signal lights up LA skyline, well, or City Hall building. Dark Phoenix welcomes uh, its cast back. Danny Elfman joins Justice League, and we talk about our faves from E3. Uh, Danny Elfman joins Justice League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's what, the composer. Yeah. No, he's playing um, Aquaman's <laughs> brother. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be uh, music meister. That'd be cool. Actually, that would, that would work. Yeah, join me, Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Welcome, guys. Another mm-hmm. scattershot show. That was, that's what much ado about nothing. <laughs> well, as what we throw it together it towards the end, and now everyone's looking on their phone at SDCC exclusives. Yeah. yeah Somewhere in the middle, we're like, oh my God. That's all we care about. Well, we were going to do an uh, E3 review, but half of our video gamers aren't here. All of our video gamers aren't here. Well, Rich is here, but you don't watch any of it. Well, I, just, mm-hmm. I got through Microsoft. Um, I, I got through EA and uh, I remember Ubisoft. Those years ago, where we watched all of it here at the same time. Yeah, I tried to watch. Jobs. I tried to watch PlayStation, but like last year, when you stream it through their site, it kept freezing. So I, I just was like, I can't do this. I think the well, only time I ever watched any of that crap was when G4 was showing yeah. it all. But yeah, so well, we're watching it here. We Spike used to do it once G4 crashed. Yeah, yeah. Spike picked it up, and they were doing it for a while. Yeah, but then once you stream everything, and then everything yeah. started. We can talk about that when we do E three too. Yeah, we get to the, towards the end of the open. Yeah, the first year it's been open, and God knows how long, to the public, and where that's going, and where it's not ever going back to. Yes. So last week we mentioned um, we just found out that um, that um, Adam West had passed away, mm-hmm. and this week there was a great memorial that was. It was, was this in the nose? <laughs> it came the the, uh, the memorial came about real fast. It was the the mayor and the police chief, uh, mm. here in L.A. had decided that it'd be really cool to shine the bat signal on. Yeah, it's gonna be an impromptu memorial and then have the bat signal. Yeah, mm-hmm. originally they said they were just gonna light the bat signal. And I'm like, great. Well, it's not gonna be on anything. Right. Uh, Thursday was that first mm. day where it was approaching no the 90s. There's no clouds. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I think that would have been cool if we Did had you, like some overcast or whatever, just so we yeah, can have it shine happen. onto the onto the clouds. Even the clouds are like, nope. <laughs> well, I asked uh, one of the guys at work, it, like, when is when did the show first air? Like, what month was it? Oh, I have no idea. No, oh, like it'd be cool if they showed shown the bat bat signal that first day. Yeah. Or the well, I think they they chose Thursday or this is past Thursday because that's yeah. the day yeah, he was he was buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean Ralph Garman on Kevin Bean. I don't know. You, have you, did you get to listen to this week? No. Well, he was broken up because he's well, a good yeah, friend. Yeah, he, so. he got he got very close to him. Yeah, so, I mean, he worked with him at Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but and, then he got very and close he was also, to him well, remember, with Kevin he was Smith the one and everything. Put, it was Garman that started the campaign to get his star. Right. He was the one that pushed to get Adam West's star on mm-hmm. the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't believe some of the people that are on the walk and Adam West isn't. Yeah, Justin Bieber's it's also, on there. Um, yeah. Me TV, which is a channel out here that has a lot of older programs, today was they just did Adam West, and it wasn't Batman all day, right? Because he was in Gunsmoke, he uh-huh. was in Star Trek. It's like a bunch of stuff that they have rights to. Because um, my parents were watching Gunsmoke, and I'm yeah. like, hey, that's Adam West. I was like, oh yeah, Adam West is on everything all day. So he was a very 
renowned actor before he became Batman. And as we talked last week, it's, it kind of pigeonholed him. But yes, mm-hmm. with what he was able to do afterwards in terms of voice acting and, and how important he was to pop culture and the, that pop culture renaissance that we have now. Yeah. You know, those that old stuff started it. That generation that watched that either as kids or whatever got to the well, point where as adults going, I don't care that nobody else likes Batman 66. I still enjoy it. And then to go out and put that love out there. and, and I mean, as there. campy as it was, people still watch it on a regular oh, yeah. basis. Well, it's... it's A lot of that type of pop culture was one or the other. Right. If that was the Batman that was on the small screen, then the comic book couldn't be any different. If they made a movie, it wouldn't be any different. Right. And now you're accepting of so many different types of mm-hmm. genres within your brand. We talked about Freemaker for Star Wars. Star Wars has Lego specials on... Cartoon Network that makes zero sense, yeah, canonically. But you know, it's just nonsense. It's right. just fun and 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 humorous and what have you. It's like playing. It's like the video games that they had. I yeah. mean, the, the more those, those followed more along the movie storylines, but still. But it's still the same thing. It's, yeah. it's the the game. You can have a Lego Star Wars game that mixes all these different eras and genres and everything that you can do for that, and have it be completely different than the tone of episode seven and you're still fine right that wasn't like that back then you kind of just had that whatever media especially the most popular media something like tv or film that created the tone for everything else because Mm -hmm. everything was synergy before we started talking about synergy well adam west was the only batman on tv whether it be animated or not until super friends yeah I mean, Which wasn't that much longer after it, but even then, Super well, Friends was kind of campy. Super and done. Friends didn't come till early '80s because those late '70s. It might be the the very late '70s yeah, I think because Scooby Doo had. We talked about this last week. Scooby Doo had Batman and Robin on there regularly, and it was Adam West and Bart Bart Ward. Bart Bart, 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 Bart <laughs> that Bart was from Ward. last week. Bart Ward. Bart Ward. Fuck on me. <laughs> Bert the guy Ward. who played Robin. Bert. Ward. There we go. <laughs> something, something. Burt Ward. It writes itself. <laughs> but, you know, they had them on there regularly. I mean, with the Harlem Har- 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 Road I can't even talk Jesus right now. Crackers. How much, how much booze yeah. have you had all day? I haven't had any. Yeah, right. That may be well, what's wrong. Wasn't also that R2 do- is going to look totally off. <laughs> just off center. <laughs> and like, I, I made him when I was, I just, before, I, this is a podcast. This is a This is a podcast sober. But, yeah, it was a great, it was a great, uh, Tribute to Adam West by... Mm. Yeah, so they, they projected the bat signal. It was bat signal was at the foot of City Hall. And for those people who can't see us, <laughs> yeah. we're air quotes. Um, there's a bat signal at the foot of, of City Hall, and they turned it on, and then the yellow symbol with the black bat in the middle was on. It was yes. very yellow, though. Yeah, it was... Well, I think because it was... That's, that showed... It was showed an LED, yeah. yeah. But that was projected for somewhere else. Also because that bat shows. signal on the ground with no way would it no. project the way that it projected yeah. on the thing, uh, on the Because it was just basically a, a, a big spotlight. Yeah. It's, with well, a big, not only is it a big spotlight, it's a big spotlight that looked like it would hit the um, the base of what City Hall is. The, right. It's a rectangular base, and then the spire is in the middle. Yeah. A classic looking building. That was ba- that's basically was a show. show. Yeah. 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 It was and then the, the show that was something to, to kind of flip the switch or whatever. Right. The funny thing is how many people on my Facebook page had like Facebook live videos yeah. of 20 minutes and didn't get the spot where it actually came up. Like <laughs> they started, I, I think it went on like at nine or whatever. It, it, was, it was at nine o'clock. Yeah. Everyone started recording like at eight. 
Yeah. And then 30 minutes in, they just gave up. And it's just a bunch of people milling about the park that's in front of City Hall. Yeah. Just kind of talking. No one's even speaking at the well, time. For, for something whatever. that was very short notice and not really promoted other than on, you know. It makes I think me the feel like they news. must have had something. Well, the thing well, it was on it the was nightly on the news. news. Kevin and Bean yeah. had it on there. And it was, was this yeah. on the nose. Was it the nose? But they had. There was ten thousand people that showed up. Well, yeah, travel news travels fast in LA. Well, you got to remember, news five, travels fast, but everything else goes real slow on the freeway. Five thousand of those people are the homeless people that live in that park anyway. <laughs> right. It was occupied LA apparently, because uh, I think that's that's what that park park was when it was. That's where they had occupied occupy LA. Yeah. But yeah, and I mean, it was all such a great tribute, stuff. though. For no, it was a great tribute. Ralph Garman is a local DJ here, but he's also the voice of. Um, what does he do on Family Guy? Why, why, he's got a couple he? voices that he does. Um, Isn't he Brian? Mm-mm. No, no, no. That's that's Seth MacFarlane. Seth is Brian Stewie. Yeah, just Seth is Meyer. Peter. Yeah, I thought he did somebody who was who was. Regular characters. Yeah, yeah, he when, does. He does a handful did, of characters so. that are you know the B characters. Um, but anyway, they also know him from. I mean, he has a, a podcast with Kevin Smith. And, yeah, a lot of different places, and so he he spoke. Burt Ward. Yes. He spoke as well. I think there was somebody else, and I can't remember. Uh, Catwoman. Think, one yeah, of the Catwomen. Julie Newmar. Yeah. One of the sixty Catwomen. From, from. Is Lee Meriwether dead, or is she still alive too? I know Eartha Kitt's dead, but. I thought there were, were two Catwomen that were dead. Hmm. I mean, Holly not Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry, Michelle no, Pfeiffer. That, that just killed her career. That was a little. <laughs> well, bit. yeah, because you know she didn't get an Oscar for a movie after that. Yeah, but how much money did that movie make? Five bucks. Yeah. The only it reason made... it made five bucks was dudes like, go. We can go see Halle Berry have sex. That movie. Oh, she's still alive. Shady too. Yeah. Oh, is she? Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah we know. No, Lee Merriweather. <laughs> that movie. Halle, Halle Berry's eighty-two. Yes. Catwoman only made like thirty some million, yeah, it was, and it was like forty something. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't even it. want to mention it last week. Yeah, the week before, whatever day we were talking. It was crazy. So, Ralph Garman just does a lot of various voices on okay. Family Guy. So it, I thought he was a semi regular or something that was a regular. Various voice. waiter, cop, Jeffrey Fiekelman. That's awesome. Vic, Manic Pope, Pirate Number Two, Mattress Store Employee. Yeah, they figure it out. You have to do the forty other ones that he has. <laughs> he so like Homer lives in all matter. his jobs. Did you say fecal matter or fecal? That's, man. that's one of the that's I guess characters. But he did play reporter number two in Lego Batman. Yes, but Lego Batman was not that good. Lego Batman was good. It just wasn't Lego Movie. No, I guess the that's what. Yes, yes. Uh, the Robin in Lego Batman. Oh, the Robin was great. <laughs> they have the, the ad for. Uh, you know, to buy it on DirecTV or whatever, running yeah. all the time. And it's when he's picking the costume. <laughs> and he sees the, I think it's, is it the, it's the senior Batman. Yes. That's racially insensitive. Oh, look at this. I can't believe There's something, there's something wrong with it. Wait, these pants. Hold on. Whoosh. All right, let's go. <laughs> I got my own theme song. Fly, Robin, fly. Yeah. No, no there's great parts of it. I, I said that my problem with that movie was Patton Oswalt, the Joker, was not good. No, it was, it was okay. It, it, you know, it didn't didn't have the same. I just to it. they they there's good pieces to it. You should see, have you seen the how it should have ended? Yes, well, not with Lego. Not oh, for, find it. It's amazing. Not for Lego Batman. Yeah, the but. Lego Batman one is awesome. See what I guess the problem I had with the was as soon as as soon as Batman sees Barbara Gordon and he's smitten by her, 
and it's playing the love music. And yeah, but at least they're the same age. Yeah, I know. But then, but then wait, wait, wait. But then she says to him later on, I looked up to you when I was a child, and I wanted to aspire to be like you when I grew well, up. Well, he could have been a teenager. And I was like, oh, that well, got creepy real quick. Look, it's not Killing Joke. It, yeah, I know. It's not as bad as Killing Joke. It's but not Killing Joke where he bangs her on top of a roof. Quits it. So now you're, now you're looking up Catwoman. See what <laughs> we've done to Mikey. Catwoman's worldwide gross is 82 million. Wow. Did you see the mummies grow worldwide? It's like it's big, isn't it? It's like 220 million or Tom something. Tom Cruise is still That's huge everywhere else. What? Tom Cruise, the, my friend Doug found this fact. Tom Cruise in The Mummy is the same age as Wilford Brimley when he shot Cocoon. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. So apparently, apparently Scientology works. Yeah, I mean, because he, if you want to get really high up, if you want to get high up in, you know, into Xenu's court or whatever. Apparently, Quaker Oats doesn't. So. Yeah, Quaker Oats kills you. <laughs> yeah. It gives that, you diabetes. Di- diabetes. <laughs> well, see, what was it when, when... He was pouring a lot of sugar in that, in that was Quaker it, Oats. Was it episode, episode seven? Luke was the same age as Al Guinness yes. in episode four? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it was episode six, actually. He was, they were the same age. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, you, you get a nugget, but that wasn't one. <laughs> that was so far from being a nugget. Unless well, you count it as being a He also a could have dyed nugget. his hair and his beard, so it's hard to tell. I mean, in terms of the face... What, in episode six? No, seven. <laughs> okay, can we... Um... <laughs> I don't even know where we were with all that. So the next thing we were going to talk about was Dark Phoenix. <laughs> we're just going to get right past all that. Uh, Why won't anyone acknowledge me? Fox must have dumped a whole lot of money into this movie. Well, they dumped something, all right. To get because well, I think what they did was because they're, they're doing Simon Kinberg as the director, and Simon Kinberg is the director. He's usually a writer, so right. Well, Joe Johnston was a special effects yeah. and visual guy and he directed Jurassic Park 3. Right. And they did Captain America. Um, we're seeing the original four come back. McAvoy well, Lawrence. The reason that this ends up being Hulk. a... Um, Fassbender. Uh, being a story is they kind of swore the last time that... They were done. After uh, Apocalypse, that McAvoy, Fassbender, and Lawrence were done. Yes. And Especially Hulk. Lawrence. Well, Hulk, they weren't sure about. Yeah, they were going to go with the new people through right. thing. He might have been the only crossover. Um, so we should talk about the Michael Bay thing. Well, didn't Lawrence want a Mystique movie prior to... She I, said think, I, think the, I think the Lawrence thing of saying, I want a Mystique movie, was to not make her sound so... Uh, anti-fan when she wanted to really say I am so sick of playing this character and this isn't the type of movie <laughs> well, then I want to make anymore. That. Well, she she said that she wanted a Mystique movie. Then she a little bit later she went back and said the same thing like uh, Hugh Jackman. Well, if Mystique shows up can be in the Avengers world, I want to be in that movie. It was a lot of things yeah, to basically say I don't want to do this, this anymore though. because right. she's absolutely worthless. I liked Apocalypse. Yes. I cannot stand her in that film. Because she's why? Because so, she just phones it in. But she's also uh, she she's not barely, mystique anymore. She barely, barely outacts Olivia Munn as Psylocke. <laughs> barely, That's, yeah. And Olivia Munn is terrible as yes. Psylocke. 
So to see that she was coming back was actually news that I wasn't happy with. I'm fine with Simon, Simon Kimberg being the director. It was when I saw her name <coughs> that I just kind of went, uh, see, damn. I, I think that after, after First Class, I think they, they completely ruined the Mystique character. Because in in uh, first class, you know the whole thing at the end with her leaving with Magneto and dropping the Raven facade and being Mystique was the whole arc of her character throughout the whole you know the whole thing of being herself and she wanted to being you know the mutant and not putting on a costume, if you will, mm. with showing a skin. Right, that's when she goes with Magneto and then it all falls apart. And I, then, she's great in Days of Future Past. Yeah, like, I, what I, she's, I enjoy her. What in she it. is in that film makes a lot of sense in terms of what's happened to her, where even even she feels betrayed by Magneto because right. Magneto doesn't go far enough. But even but even that, when they, they worked out reasons why she needed to be as a human, if you will, you know, it, her skin... They worked out reasons for it. Yeah. Well, she she wasn't ever she didn't the world didn't get to the point where she still couldn't or that she would be able to not hide. You know, her whole part with Beast is this is our this is what we should be. Right. This is what we should and and she's still not at that point. So she's still fighting that battle mm-hmm. to turn the tide in which mutants are accepted and she's gone even at that point farther than Magneto went in terms of trying to assassinate somebody. Yeah. And she also does it because this guy is, you know, uh, Lannister there sucks. Uh, <laughs> Trask. Yeah. Um, um, but then, but even with Holt, you know, he wasn't beast for as much as he should have been. That's all budgeting. You know, well, I it's, mean, budgeting. it's budgeting. It's also the actor wanting to be seen, but it and also not well, in costume. It, um, for him, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think he cares one way or the other. Yeah. He doesn't have the power to that's tell true. them to say, "I don't want to be in costume." Oh, Versus someone God. like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans. Watching Civil War, you realize Chris Evans doesn't wear the helmet the right. entire part in, in uh, Sokovia. He never has his helmet on. He shows up in Sokovia with his helmet off for all intents and purposes. The, that entire battle. You mean Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron. Sorry, what did I say? Civil you said War. Civil I meant, War. I meant Age of Ultron. Because Civil War, he starts out with it on, and then at the end, he has it on for a little bit. Yeah, he wears it more in Civil War than yeah. he does in, in, in um, Ultron. In Ultron. Yeah. Did you see Joss Whedon's draft for Wonder Woman? No, but I heard that a lot of people are angry with him. Oh, it's terrible. It, it's uh, one of the cosplayers I follow calls him out, and she, she's always called him out for being a fake feminist. Yeah. And th- that his fans are basically myopic people that continue to apologize for him not doing anything better and all this other stuff. I agree with some of her points. I don't. The thing with Black Widow and Age of Ultron, I still like. Yeah. It's her character that says that, not him. Right. The way that she feels. We saw this before. Total aside, it just happened to be because we were talking about it. So um, people are complaining about him like they do about Moffat and his yes. writing. Yes, exactly. Well, this, this more so, I think what a lot of people up in arms is he's, he's hailed by other male producers, executives, and fandom as being a feminist. When he really isn't, he but see, he, pre- he presents himself as a feminist who's not really a feminist, which is he weird because into the, Buffy, in, Buffy has so many problems though. When you go back and re-examine Buffy from again a feminist point of view, oh, sure, Buffy falls apart mostly because of the Spike and Angel thing that she uh, falls yeah. for these people. Yeah. but again, that's a character, and right. the thing is, 
when you have a, a, a show like that for that long, is she not supposed to have a romantic interest in anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, imagine I mean, Dollhouse. Everybody there. Dollhouse was such a complete failure, and there's a lot of that type of stuff there. But you, you like, I mean, you had a strong female character, but there it was. There's a difference between a strong female character and this. Anyway, it, it's all a bunch of different arguments. Yeah. I don't know enough about I never watched Dollhouse, never watched Buffy. I don't really care. I also don't, you know, there's not a lot of his right. stuff that I've seen, much less like. But in the, in the, in the pro-feminist, you know, woman, I'm not trying in to be the, chauvinistic here. In the, but well, the, where we are right now with, with yes. women first, a Wonder Woman that he wrote that's 10 years old. Pseudo, right. It's a first draft from 10 years old. Right. And so a lot of people in the defense is like, well, it's just a first draft and you don't, you never, you can never tell what Warner Brothers wanted from him. Exactly. Same thing like the, there's that stuff that's out there, but it's also this is if this is the starting point, that's not a great starting point. And the thing that they bring up a lot is the it's the there's a episode of Angel he was gonna do with Charisma Carpenter mm-hmm. where she gets raped or something and the he put it out there like this is what we wanted to do. This is where we're going. Well, and Firefly, one of the main, no. the companion. You know, there was a, you know, she's a whore basically, and they call her yeah, a whore. There's a, a couple lot of times. there's stuff like that in the the the, the virus that she has yeah. that kills people. Whatever it was, it's just it's a lot of just total total aside. Yeah, um, but but there's also a lot of things where you know people, and this is where we are. We've talked about this with Ghostbusters. We talked about this with Wonder Woman. At this point, you can't say anything or write anything that is negative about a woman or, you know, or about, you know, like the Ghostbusters being women. All of a sudden, it's not the fact that it was a bad movie. It becomes that, oh, you're anti-woman, you're, 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 well, you're the, chauvinist, you're this, you're doing that, and anything, other. and you have, you have feminists that are complaining about Wonder Woman because she falls for Steve Trevor. Right. You know, it's a lot of this, but anyway, that's it's, we're changing the goalposts for what we're talking about. Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, Jennifer Lawrence, Alexandra Strip, Ty Sheridan, Nicholas Holt, Sophie Turner, Cody Smith McPhee all reprise their apocalypse roles for Darkman Phoenix, Dark Darkman Phoenix, X Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, longtime X Men producer Simon Kimberg is what? set to direct. No Olivia Munn. Uh, no, um, no Poe Dameron. No, no Olivia Munn. No, 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 no. Which one was Peters? Quicksilver. That's a mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know you don't. I know you don't want to overuse him in the same. Yeah, sense, but I mean, if he's in two films, movie, he's an X Men. Yeah, no, I mean, he's great. Uh, It'd been great the, to see his arc me, where the, he the, goes away from the X Men. The thing that that was interesting is the villain is Queen Lilandra. Yes. From the Shard. Really? Yes. Using Lilandra as a villain, and I think as a villain because the Shard Empire will want to kill the Jean Dark Grey. Fe- yeah. As the Phoenix, so. That's kind of when people were like, she, she, she's not the villain. She's a an ally. You never read Dark Phoenix, where she has to. She puts out an executive death order on Jean Grey yeah. because of the power inside of her. Huh. Um, I, they, I thought they would have gone for uh, the sinister role with uh, Madeline Pryor because they teased sinister at the end. So they did tease sinister at the end. I think a lot of people were going, why, did, why didn't they make the villain Deathbird? But Deathbird. Deathbird is only in charge of the Shar Empire for a very small amount of time. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows what that character is, and it, she had nothing to do with. the And original the other Dark thing Phoenix is, Star. Phoenix is you know, it's a mainstream audience will know what the you know the Phoenix is because it's already been done in a bad X Men movie. And that's the fear you're going to get another bad X Men movie with Dark Phoenix. But what they're saying with this is, comic book fans will love this film. 
because it's going to feel more in the vein of a comic book movie. Well, that was my thing with Apocalypse. I yeah. thought Apocalypse was a great comic book movie. I, I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. Apocalypse. Right. It has its problems. There are yeah. people and characters in it that are not very good. But overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not my favorite of any of the X-Men films that uh, from first class on. Right. But I enjoyed it. I felt It felt like a comic book movie to me, a lot of the different things that are there. I always enjoy Fassbender, so having him back is really cool. But if you've got guys that are already checked out and you bring them back, I don't know how well that's, that's going to work. So the that's problem, the fear. Yeah. And again, it's... I, if we see this film and it's not good, we still just have to go to Brian Wonder- Singer's house and knock on the door and say, why did you do Superman? Yeah. Because you got a terrible Dark Phoenix in X-Men 3 because you put Brett Ratner in charge of a film that I don't think he ever really wanted to do. Right. And now we're going to try that story again, and hopefully it'll be good. If it, if it doesn't have the space well, element you- to it, it, it depends on how much space, of a space element, too. It, it, they have to use it. I mean, to me, if it's going to be, hey, we're going to do this in a comic book style. It just becomes uh, the Avengers. We're, yeah, and we're going to adapt it. It's, it's just all on Earth. It doesn't. Right. The original Dark Phoenix saga doesn't have it. One of the problems with the original Dark Phoenix saga in terms of adapting it is so much of it has to do with the Hellfire Club in the start. Mm-hmm. And there's the great Wolverine scene, and you're not going to get that. Yeah. Um, so who knows where and what you're going to do it I, I don't know I can't I, I can't imagine Fox doing too much too much in space with it because so, I mean it depends so on what the writing is what they've done with the rest what, of the X-Men well right they've well that was part of the reason that the Dark Phoenix was so good it was so different than right what you'd kind of done before and established one of the four X-Men stories that you just keep doing over <clears> and, over. Um, and then you're going to be doing it without Wolverine somebody's mind on one of the groups that i'm on i said there's only four x-men stories yeah you know, i did it as a quote and they said former x-men editor andy schmidt I said, what are you talking about i put the four in there that's not true oh shit that's true yeah <laughs> it's, it's pretty close it's when probably you, like six or seven when you, well, but there's four you just keep doing over and over and over there's four basic there's like yeah, baseline there was elements. a couple of people that said when this was announced i saw on its own comments with so many great x-men stories why did you choose to do an x-men story you've already done in dark phoenix because it was x-men 3 right why didn't you do god loves man kills why didn't you do the hellfire club why didn't you do um uh genosha yeah and I, i'm looking at it like that's one that's two that's three that's four they just keep doing those god loves man kills is all over the place it's zero tolerance it's the the crusaders or whatever that that start killing mutants yeah it's uh no more mutants it's all this you know See, exterminating well, you, mutants. no more you, mutants you can't even do i was gonna say house of m but you can't even really do no house you can't of do m. that but just the idea no more mutants is the extermination of mutants which is right that story that same story of uh god loves man kills zero tolerance with bastion trying mm-hmm. to kill everybody and whatever which i you do realize in was, logan was, we had the ex- extinction of mutants yeah there's the two things I said is that I'd love to have seen them do. The Hellfire Club could have been very interesting. Yeah, it's got to be acted really well. It's but very they dealt important with to get. Smashing shot already in first class. First class had the Hellfire. Yeah, class. I know that's Emma the problem. And... It's it's the Hellfire. If they had done the Hellfire Club right, yeah, yeah. I was like, you could have kept the Hellfire Club going. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else takes <laughs> over that, those roles. Of that, that show up in. Well, there's there's guys then, that. But take then, are you going to use Emma Frost, and are you going to recast her? Well, no. What you do is you do the Dark Queen. Okay. So you do the Dark Queen, you do um, 
You can use. Uh, um, you can put Sinister in that. In you can use Sinister in it. He's been a part of it in the past in, in Victorian times. You can use. Um, it's not Yashada, but there's there's another uh, Japanese character later in in uh, Fabian Nasia's run who takes over as the the White King, right? Or the Black King. Um, and then you can use Pierce and the Reavers, and you can put them together and build a new Hellfire Club. Are you going to use the Reavers though? When you just used them in Logan, though. The Reavers and Logan aren't Reavers. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the Re- I'm talking about yeah. Pierce's Reavers, his cyborgs that he mm. makes himself in order to exterminate the X Men. Right. You know them as as bodyguards and stuff like that, and go crazy. You can do the 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 long winded Siege Perilous. And they come back in Australia and stuff. There's other stuff to do, and I knew they were going to do Dark Phoenix, which is fine. But it'll be interesting. It's 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 a safer bet than some of those. The only problem is you also have a hallowed story, yeah, that people kind of attach themselves to. Are you trying to correct this? Will probably yeah. This will the other thing is you don't have to introduce as many new characters. Yeah, and this sounds more that it would adhere more to the source material, quote unquote. Right. Then, because the, the original ends up also adapting the first part of um, Joss Whedon's ext- uh, astonishing, yeah, of being able to to yeah, review, you know, remove the, the yeah the mutant cure, yeah, exterminating mutants again. Um, no, right? <laughs> only four. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Simon Kimberg's got his hands full. Hopefully, producing and having people that are there. I said I enjoy the last one. I'm interested to see. You know. The new people that are playing Cyclops and Sophie Turner playing Gene uh, uh, and well, the th- I also think about this: when the l- first time they did uh, the Phoenix Saga, if you want, um, you didn't have, you know, DC making a lot of superhero movies. You didn't have Marvel making movies like this. Yeah, all you had was killing two of your main characters within the first twenty minutes of the film. Right, but you you and had one of them off camera for no reason. Yeah. So you didn't have the mainstream Ugh. audiences accepting costume superhero stories, you know. Where well, no, you, you did. You had a successful movies by that point. You had X One and X Two, and you had Spider Man One and Spider Man Two. The problem with X Men Three is it's a terrible film. Yeah, from start oh, to yeah. finish, it's ham fisted to get Logan a bigger role. Mm-hmm. It's ham fisted to get Beast in it for no reason. Yeah, you have new characters that you don't give a damn about. You, Magneto's place in it is very odd. And you remove the cover is Cyclops holding Jean Grey's body. Right. You kill Cyclops off camera in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, but he had to go and be in it Enchanted. You remember that movie? No, no he, he had was to go when do Superman. Superman Returns. Oh, was he? Yeah. Not only did Brian Singer f up not doing the Dark Phoenix saga, <laughs> he f'd up by taking what's his face James Marsden, James Marsden out of that film in order to do it. And Fox was happy to do it because then all of a sudden, loner. Logan becomes leader of the X-Men. Yeah. Because Storm is so completely underused in the first two films and has absolutely no leadership quality shown, they can't make the obvious choice and make Storm as a comic book character who leads the X-Men over and over well, again. Because Except Halle for Barry the point didn't... where they split the two teams in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. and Logan led one of the teams and Rogue led the other. Two of the most loner characters in the history <laughs> of X-Men. <laughs> and while all while Gene, Cyclops, and Storm are on the teams. It made zero sense. But here's what I've never understood about uh, 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 Cyclops you know, not being in X3. It's a bigger role 
than the role that was offered in Superman Returns. Well, the, again, I'm sure Fox was very happy getting rid of him. Yeah. I think this is all these different pieces coming together. Whether sure. they said, we're going to kill you because Phoenix needs to look bad. Right. And uh, we want stuff floating that they touch and go, oh, I think we figured it out. <laughs> the glass is floating. And we need to make Logan a bigger character because the fans want Logan to kill Gene as the ultimate heartache of death. Did you Speaking of uh, uh, how it ended, did you see how Logan should have ended and it was a musical? Yeah. I posted it. Did you? Yeah, I was the one that posted it. Oh, mm-hmm. that was so funny. Turned it into a musical. I killed you, or you killed me. <laughs> it was weird. It got really yeah, weird. Because it, was, it wasn't, it was just like, it became that that uh, tribute to him and Patrick Stewart being those two characters for so long. Yeah. And that's basically all it was. And it was like, this is bizarre. But it got really, the, the, and then it gets to the, and then it gets to the end. You get Batman and Superman. It's just weird when they're yeah. in the diner. The Lego one is great because the end of it is Deadpool is putting his butt on the window. Uh, Superman, Batman and Superman for the Lego one are playing with Legos in the diner and it's great. Oh, nice. You gotta see it. It's, it's so good. I'll have to look at it after. It's fantastic. Um, so do you think that, I mean, the, the first class films, you know, have not been, the first one was really good. The second one was great. But then Apocalypse didn't do as well as Days of Future and First Class. And a lot of people are saying because of the, the casting of it. They didn't, a lot of people didn't like the casting. A lot of people just didn't of like the story. Yeah. It's just the casting. I think the casting was fine. I mean, I think even, Apocalypse yeah, was Sophie Turner, was... Them, she didn't, she wasn't, she's so, she's so good in, in Game, Game of Thrones. She's okay. Especially there's now. There's a lot of she's, people that are good in Game of Thrones that aren't in good. Game of Thrones. Well, the last she's season, good. she got really good. Yeah, because they gave her more storyline. Well, that's true. That's the problem. She's always been sort of a... I don't know. But there's a... But the, to me, Apocalypse, even her character just didn't seem like but I think the Jean Grey we were accustomed to with... You know, well, no, she's younger. That's part yeah. of the problem. Is You're introduced to those two characters in that film. Yeah, as those two characters, yeah. mm-hmm. they're not even dating. Yeah. That's hopefully Apocalypse. Uh, I'm sorry, Dark Phoenix takes place with a considerable amount of time between the two of them. That Scott and Gene have been together, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the the emotional weight of the end of it is that. Spoiler alert for all you comic fans that have never read Dark Phoenix, a story that was printed in 1983. You've already said Gene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the cannon that's supposed to stop her, yeah. as she holds the Phoenix Force inside of her and the Shi'ar can't get to the cannon, Scott shoots her. Yeah. Scott kills her. You know, it's, it's the, the end of the X-Men 3. Right. Logan, kill me. Okay. <laughs> ah, what have I done? Because I creepily wanted her even though she was dating Scott Summers well, for two movies. <laughs> well, Magneto's slowly ringing the bridge around. <laughs> Ugh. It starts in the day. It ends at night. It starts in the morning and it ends at like midnight. Unbelievable! This is the slowest bridge I've ever seen. Look, <laughs> if you ever seen the Golden Gate, I know you haven't been across it too many times, but it's pretty big. Yeah, it he's takes still a Magneto. While. It doesn't take that long. The problem with it is, as long as it takes, they could have dropped a small thermonuclear device oh, on yeah, it and actually evaporated all of them. But and it's then really heavy. The end of the movie is just the X Men standing on Alcatraz or whatever, going, "Oh no, he's not coming." Oh, <laughs> all right. 
Um, that may have been a better movie. Than cool. <laughs> Brian Singer. But Let's go home. But I think the thing with like Sophie Turner is that people just saw her as Sansa. And that was the big thing about like, oh, she didn't do well in the movie because she's... No, no I'm just talking about the character of Jean Grey has more power and charisma than what I th- than what Sophie Turner brought to but it. But you got to remember where it's at. Uh, that's it, the way that they've set it up. They they haven't been at the school very long, right? So it's it's brand new. She's written as kind of an an ingenue character that needs mm. Charles's help to actually. But all of those introduction get, characters were like that. Well, yeah, Cyclops doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. Right. The point of it was supposed to be that Apocalypse gives his four horsemen this power. Psylocke has been doing this for a while. Yeah. And you've got people that have been switched to, switched on in a way to be like super powerful. But so even Angel, even Angel be, who, you know, is a, a death him, cager. Though. Yeah, was a, Yeah, well, there's a lot so, of characters to do. I mean, and like yeah. I said, it's not the most great great movie because you spend so much time on characters you've already been with in terms of Xavier and especially Magneto. Sure. There's so much Magneto in that movie. You steal all Actually, the time. I don't think there was as much there's enough that it steals the time from Storm. Would you and have introduced and these Jean. characters in one movie, and then do Apocalypse in a second you movie? You have to find a story to do the first one. You could have done. Well, the first story would have been them versus Magneto, right? I mean, Which it, we it all could be. thought yeah, it, it should. Be. Once you have Magneto at the beginning, and what happens to him at the beginning of that movie, you could have done them versus Magneto. You could have, but and, the way that they end. Days of Future Past, he's still kind of on Xavier's side. Right. So you don't... Then you're introduced like, hey, guess what? He's evil again. We just we just skipped it. Well, every movie they... You know, he was yeah, good he and evil to good and evil. Yeah, he and then he starts killing people with crosses. Yeah. <laughs> like Yondo. That's what it... That's honestly Yay! what it looks like. That's the greatest how it should have ended. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy one. The whole Yondo thing where he's doing the thing. It's going through all those... All those soldiers, and the one soldier has the gun on him, and he just shoots him, and he dies, and Yondo dies. And, hey! <laughs> um, uh, so, Danny Elfman? More comic book movie stuff. Warner Brothers hired Danny Elfman to compose a score for Justice League. The best part about this is, posted it in a Facebook group and I have, and I said, well, at least one thing about that movie will be good. It's yeah. a crappy movie, yeah, that's a problem. Um, he is replacing somebody, uh, and Atonius Hulkenberg. AKA Junkie XL uh, primarily did. Uh, That's why he goes with Junkie XL. Yeah, Junkie XL. I am Hulkenberg. Real hip hop. <laughs> um, he was. He supposedly did work early, and I guess now he's doing Tomb Raider. I forgot they were doing a new Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Who's the last playing Tomb Raider? It's Alicia Vikander. That's yeah. What it was. They were going to get Amelia Clark at one point. Yeah, and then they saw the Terminator and said, "You know what? <laughs> she can play one role." Yeah. She can be in Game of Thrones, and she can be a movie about a cripple, and that's it. That's a horrible movie. <laughs> the movie was interesting. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, it took um, Melissa to it's go see. Boring, crappy. See, movie. that's what I, I kept hearing was so boring that I just it's it's a little boring. She's just sort of like, oh my god, let's get past this already. But it, I think it she's very pretty. Been, oh, yeah. She's very warm and bubbly, but it's still there's it, no emotion to it. Once you saw, once you the saw, the dude's Terminator, a prick. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Well, that's what, yeah, the trailer, you, you get, get that from the trailer. Yeah. at all. Oh, he's a rich bastard, and he gets in a car, or a motorcycle accident. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and his, her, uh, his dad is um, the, the Lannister father. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember it's his Tywin. name. Tywin. Tywin, yeah. 
I can't remember the actor's his name. His dad. It's the yeah. That's what I said. Gun. His oh, his yeah, yeah, dad yeah. is yeah. the Lannister Tywin. dad. It'd be funny if it was her dad in it though. Just be, yeah. I'm sure there'd be some Game of Thrones fan theories. Um, I love Danny Elfman, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem like it fits with the, what they've been doing with the just with the rest of the DCU. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing. So this posts and a lot of people. We're like, what if they just hired the person that did Wonder Woman? It's a great score. And I'm like, it is a great score, but it doesn't mean they're doing Justice League with that person. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing, I didn't realize that Elfman did Age of Ultron? Yeah. Hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, I mean, one of the things with this is he's not working with Snyder as much as he's working with Whedon. Right. As, as Joss Whedon is finishing the film. Right. Or helping to finish the film. Mm, I have a feeling Zack Snyder then. will come back in at the end. Well, he'll oversee it. Well, he's obviously got he has he has final cut power yeah. as a producer anyway. So he comes in the end, he's like, whoa, 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 this, whoa, whoa. Guy. this makes sense. This isn't what's <laughs> going on. This isn't the composer I wanted. Have you seen the Jason Momoa video talking about family and no? Oh my god! So he's like he's like a Renaissance he's yeah. a skateboarder and painter and yeah, rock yeah, climber yeah. and all this stuff. It's a long video about how much family means to him and what you know acting. He, he catches the acting bug and sitting away from his kids and his wife is so amazing. Again, this same group, somebody posted, I'm like, oh, great. That video is not going to make my girlfriend more wet for him. Thanks a lot, <laughs> asshole. I'm like, I'm not showing this to her. Because already we watched the Justice League trailer in front of whatever comic book movie we went to just go see. Wonder Woman. Uh, was it Wonder Woman? Yeah. No, it was, some, it was something else. It was before that. Hmm. Um, we said comic book movie. There's only something. been two what, comic whatever, book movies. Well, it was an action movie. Mm. Whatever it was. Mm. And it's the scene of him like coming out of the water, and oh, just yeah. next to him, ooh, son of a bitch! <laughs> and so I see this video, and I'm going, "Oh, great!" Him and Dave Grohl. You know what? Fuck you! <laughs> Thanks for being better than the rest of us. I can paint. I can. I can build. He's an architect. He builds his own skate ramps. He can skateboard. He can actually land his tricks in skateboarding. He's a painter. He's a family man. He's ripped beyond belief. Really smart, great family guy. Fantastic. <laughs> F you, pal. Well, just show him the Batman versus Superman action just, figure of him in the original uh, cost, you know, Aquaman costume. <laughs> it is. It's the orange, you know, um, chainmail. It's it, yeah, the well, like chainmail or, or scales with the green pants and his head posted on, on it with the Triton. I was like, wow, that's the ugliest figure I've ever seen. <laughs> Is it his body though, in terms of the? It's like build? the build, yeah. Oh, okay. That would be funny if it was just like the regular just skinny, the uh, yeah. <laughs> super friends, the amigo Aquaman, with with his anyway. So yeah, so I was like, it's it, gotta be interesting. Be. To see. brought him in. Doesn't have to be. No, but Warner Brothers is. I mean, he's worked with Warner Brothers yeah. obviously yes. before. He's done oh, well, Batman films. Yeah. I saw one person like, I hope he just uses the Batman score. <laughs> <laughs> Justice League should do. Elfin's going, well, this was an easy one. (laughs) All right, I'm just going to overlay this track. Boom. What I was hoping would it just be Danny Elfman, Joss Whedon taking over Justice League. Movie will now be musical. (laughs) (laughs) Just be a musical. (laughs) Instead of using Steppenwolf, they use a music meister. Yeah. And it just makes the Justice League sing the whole movie. (laughs) That would be awesome. Ben Affleck just, you know, belting out the hits. Uh, Yoga Doe singing. Boston accent. Yeah, Boston. My God, the town has been on IFC like every day. Yeah, oh, keep hitting yeah. it like right at the end of the, with the the gunfight at uh, mm. Fenway. Like I said, Ben Affleck is great when he directs himself and writes it. Well, well, he ain't directing this. He ain't directing Batman. No, 
He I'm was, sure it'll be fine. He, he was writing I, it's, Batman. It's, it's this weird... I'm watching it going... I don't... Even Melissa looks like, are we seeing that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see Suicide Squad. I didn't see Batman. She's seen Batman versus Superman. And she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> then why would she suggest That's what, Well, she didn't realize it was the same people. I said, oh. it's the same people that did Batman versus Superman. She's like, oh, well, maybe not. <laughs> That's right. And then immediately she says... It's the villain's is the villain's mother named Martha too. <laughs> so yes, at the end, Apocalypse comes in like Step in Martha. My my mother was named Martha. <gasps> Bro hug, and that's the end of the film. The parademons just take off and go away. I just that trailer looks so bad. It looks like a Zack Snyder film. It's yeah. Listen to the Wonder Woman review last week. Yeah. Half of that film is a Zack Snyder film to me. Yeah. And, I, I still, you know, and you know what? That po- that opinion has proved incredibly unpopular. <laughs> yeah. I went to the store on Wednesday, and I'm like, "Yeah, half of that film is not very. That film is not as good as people think it is." Well, I told I, to me. I, mean, I was talking to Beth. I said, was there anything about the film that you didn't like? Because she loves the film. And I was like, "No, she doesn't." And she was like, "Well, I don't know. I mean, I, she goes, no, I really liked it." I was like, "Did you like the action scenes? Well, yeah, they were they were good." I was like, "Did they seem out of place with the rest of it?" Well, yeah, I get, yeah, you're right. Talking to two, and then I'm like, "What about the slow mo? Do you think there was too much influencing?" And she's like, "She's like, no, it worked really well. Like, as the bullets go past, everything." I was like, "Don't you think it was overused?" No, yeah, well, no, yeah. Wednesday when we were at the store talking to two customers, former employees or current employees, whatever. And one of them picked up immediately and said, yeah, the slow most too much. And, and yeah. the other one's just like, but it was awesome. I said, it's not awesome. When Go it's two-thirds of the film, it. yeah. it's not awesome. So this There's is why no, people need to listen to our show. When I, when I explained what the, um, the Russo brothers did with uh, Winter Soldier and mm-hmm. Civil War, that they used it so incredibly sparingly that it has weight. Right. That he, you know, I could see him kind of going, mm, but he didn't want to let go of the fact. He said, no, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I said, yeah. it's not awesome. That parts of it are awesome. It should be better. My my review from the start to the end is it's a film that deserves to be better yeah. because there's so many the bones of it are good, but the action was just well. It, and that's what I told Beth. It's like think about it, if they didn't use the the slow mo so much, that movie yeah. would be 45 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, literally be yeah. 45 minutes long. And I think that's one of the problems with it is it slows down too much. Well, it slows literally. down too much anyway because the first the first quarter of it on Themyscira is okay, but yeah. it's sort of like. Story time after story time after story time, and here's but, the, you know, I, montage and. Whatever. I was thinking about this though after uh, after you montage. left. Did you think that some of it is a bias of reading Wonder Woman for so many years? No, um, I think I think the I think the love for it is people who don't read Wonder Woman for so many years. Right. People who and, and also there's a lot of people that went to see this film. I feel that don't go to superhero films. Sure. Didn't see Avengers, didn't see Age of Ultron, didn't see Civil War, didn't see Batman versus Superman, didn't see Suicide Squad, didn't see Deadpool, sure. didn't see a, a lot of women. A lot not just women. I think a lot of people went to see what this phenomenon kind of is. Okay. Having not been exposed to that type of film very often, you don't get what fails in that film compared to something like Winter Soldier. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Compared to something like Avengers or the first Thor in my cases. Sure. Where the spectacle of it overwhelms you more because you're not used to seeing that type of film right for that type of, of thing if i go see a really well done slow-paced drama the reverse effect for me can be like i really like getting into characters 
not having action interrupt every 10 seconds, not having, you know, deus ex machina at the end, the, the shield helicarrier just happens to show up out of the sky mm-hmm. in order to save everybody from Sokovia. That it's a long, you know, it's a drawn out piece that makes sense and it's well written and it's well acted. The flip side can happen where if you're going and you're just seeing Star Wars and Marvel films and shoot 'em ups, and then you go see a really good long adult drama, you may enjoy that film more than other people do because it's so different than what you're used to seeing. I think the flip for that of Wonder Woman is a big part of the reviews that are saying it's really good. I think Deadpool had the same thing. Well, I was just going to say, see Deadpool and went. This isn't. This is what superhero films are. This is awesome. I was just gonna say Logan and, and Deadpool. As a matter of fact, Logan had no slow mo, and no. Deadpool had. Deadpool. It, it, it works it had because mixed, it's the the tone of Deadpool is so different. But even when a lot the of the slow mo, a lot of the slow mo though is him talking to the audience as he's doing you know a flip that he's going yeah, around and killing somebody. They use the beginning yeah. very well because you're establishing stuff and you use the credits and everything. Yeah. No, and, and again, that film is completely different than this. It doesn't have the same tone as a Wonder Woman film. Right. But not all of the action was slow-mo, 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 speed it up, yeah. slow-mo, and then go back or reverse it. Yeah, they didn't slow-mo the... the you know, the fight at the five end. Five minutes of him having sex with Monica McCarran. Right. They could have. There was there was only a couple moods. Uh, moods. There was only a couple moments at, at the end where there was a, a slow mo or something. I don't think there. When was. they're fighting on the. Uh, I no, I remember what it is, but I don't yeah. remember any slow mo. Well, there's like there's the moment where he uh, gets stabbed in the head, and you know, then all of a sudden he sees all the little cartoon animals and things like that. Yeah. And well, it slows down, but it slows down there because it's showing you that he's, he's drunk. His, I mean, yeah, he's right. injured or whatever. Yeah, and then when he pulls out the knife, it speeds right back up into it. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of that movie because it's it been too. what a year, yeah. yeah, year and a half, yeah, since we've seen it. Um, E three, a lot of different. Uh, there's a lot of uh, different things going on this year at E three. Yeah, people got to go. Opened it up to the public, where I mean, you still had to buy a ticket. It wasn't like you're going in there for free, but you know, it was, yeah. But the idea that it, it wasn't, wasn't buying this, a five hundred dollar ticket this, for three days bullshit thing of these 20 years that said it's industry only mm-hmm. and if you ever watched the coverage on g4 you knew how much of bs that was right you have a bunch of 16 year old kids running around backpacks going i just played the latest game bro i have a blog yeah so i got to well, they also changed but, it up where they put the they put the big panels or you know the big over the weekend so like microsoft started on last saturday well, i've been doing that for a couple of years you mentioned well, that no, like uh, they started on sunday ago. they would go sunday yeah. to wednesday is what the, the e3 would be and that would be on sunday you would have Microsoft, maybe Ubisoft, and and EA would make their announcements, and then on Monday you would get PlayStation, Nintendo, and some of the other big ones, and then it basically be the next two days would be the floor. This they did most of the big announcements on Saturday and or Sunday, going into Monday, and then they had the floor open till Friday, I think, Thursday or Friday. I think it was Thursday. And so it was open a lot longer, and there was well because it was still scattered all over the place. Yeah. But the the big, I mean, we you mentioned it two years ago, three years ago, where they started doing panels off site. Yes, or presentations. Let's call them presentations. Pre- presentations, yeah. Um, these big presentations were done off site. They were done at different times, and the, what I was talking about in terms of journalism, we had this kind of discussion through our thread with uh, Travis and Sebastian as well, of why it opened up. Because the backlash from it, from... <laughs> funny thing is I saw it mostly from cosplayers. Like, I don't like the fact that there's so many people here now. Yeah. Well, congratulations. This is what they want. 
there's no reason to make it industry only anymore because everything you're presenting, you don't need to filter it through a magazine anymore. You don't need to filter it through the Nerdist or right. or IGN, G4 or, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. because everybody has access to those presentations. Right. Everybody that's interested has access to the presentations. They're you're all streaming them. Most of the people have a device that streams because they have an Xbox, a PlayStation, or a or Nintendo. Right. All three of those stream. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason that that presentation needs to be journalist. The flip side of that to me, or the, the addition to that is, I've always said game journalists are the worst at yeah. being journalists. They, You watch those presentations for so many years. And I, you go back to each E3 show we've done since we started, and I've made the same point. You're not a journalist when they show you Kingdom Hearts 3 or whatever comes up there, and you're screaming right. like you just saw euphoria come before your eyes. Yeah. You're not a journalist. You're not asking questions. What you need to you're be not doing... At a, what I've seen from... You mentioned... Um, uh, uh, what, what's the electronic show in Vegas? CES? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. CES. CES. Yeah. Customer, uh, consumer electronics. For show. that, a lot of, there's way too many electronics to do presentations to cover big stuff. It's a lot of floor stuff. You mm-hmm. have journalists, people from popular mechanics and wired and, and these types of stuff. Too. Yeah. Right. And so, which it's always been me, open. You can go in there and buy a, a yeah. buy a ticket, buy a, you know, a floor bag. Yeah. But you can't, there's not a lot of buying in it, but that for me, Having journalists, having people from magazines or websites makes sense because they're taking a VR thing and then they're disseminating that information from you. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. This is what it does. This is how much it costs. This is when it comes out. Right. For E3, Sony's pointing at the screen and saying, Star Wars Battlefront 2 looks like this. Yeah. And it comes out on this date. Here's, and it's here's gonna the gameplay. It's yeah. going to be you know standard pricing. <clears throat> here's the gameplay. Here's what we're doing with DLC. No season pass, free deals. All your information is there. What the hell do I need Chris Hardwick telling me what's going on? Right. It's already there. The the thing that goes farther now is taking that and speculating. Nerdist has they took that trailer and speculated the hell out of what the trailer is mm-hmm. as to who she is and what it means going forward, right. and where she's from and all this other stuff. Well, see, so, it used to be where they would go to the floor, they'd interview a lot of the smaller publishers, yeah. a lot of the independent guys. But now those, those, you know, the big, big three, they're following, falling under their umbrellas because they're all making, you know, making games. But again, for, even as an independent, it's easy enough to get your word out there through these systems, right? That you can do a presentation of here's our small game with a stick figure. This is what it does. Yeah, I don't need. IGN to tell you about it. So I you open, you so you open the floor up to go for everybody yeah, to get to play everybody demos. everybody to go and play because now that's the important buzz. The important buzz isn't having journalist X and Y, <clears throat> mm-hmm. blog writer X and Y say, you should go buy game A. Yeah. It's having 38,000 people on Twitter saying, I played game A at E3 and it was awesome. Yeah. You run the risk of 38,000 people going, I played game A and it sucked balls. But... I think if you have a game or you have a system or you have some sort of accessory, your point now is to get people, right. fans, but not, see, not my, journalists. Nobody cares what IGN thinks. My point about the thread wasn't that – because you, you mentioned it, it may in a couple of years be kind of like an SDCC. It's going to be big. Right. Here, The way I see it is because I also since I – since day job i you know music industry and stuff like that i go to nam you know aes some of these others yeah you go to yeah you in the shit (laughs) you you go to you go to these (laughs) other 
trade show. It, it, trade show. That's what it is. It's a trade show. And the trade show is open where you can buy a badge. You know, if, if you're somebody that's interested in music or yeah. you're, you're a musician or whatever, you can buy a badge and go to it. Whereas E3 used to be exclusively just to press or people right. that worked within because the industry. E3 used to try to do or had to do what Toy Fair does, which is we have to sell our product to people who will buy mm-hmm. it and then distribute it. Toy Fair has even opened up to the public now. Somewhat. So, to but a degree. The, the idea is still... We want Target, Toys R Us, to keep buying boxes of Star Wars figures. Right. We have to show those figures to Target and Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Toys R Us has to see what Episodes Nine figures look like now before they start ordering them. Right. You don't have to do that in the video game industry anymore because of, everything is downloadable right. at this point. If you're Ubisoft, if you're PlayStation, if you're Sony, if you're Nintendo, you have no interest in selling physical copies anymore. Right. There's none. You want everybody because if you have the system... You can download it. It's not like Netflix as a streaming service. A lot of people in middle America don't have it or whatever. A lot of people, cable, whatever. You still need a physical thing because there's still a number of people that will go out and buy movies. Music is the same thing. There's not a lot of gamers anymore who don't at least partially download. So why the hell are you interested in Best Buy? Why the hell are you interested in GameStop? Why the hell are you interested in Target? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to you anymore. If you don't have to physically press something... Put it in a package and ship it. That's all cost, cost, cost. Yeah. Versus sending it directly to you for the same fucking price, and you just send the money straight to them. Mm-hmm. So again, they don't give a damn. No, but about you're, you're in right. In the trade industry, if you open this up, you're gonna have a bunch of people coming. And you said they're probably not gonna sell anything. We've I, I seen, can't. I we've can't seen see. every show that we go to: WonderCon, San Diego, Long Beach. Yeah. What's one of the biggest places? People playing games, yes. video games. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to buy there. It's, right. I will stand in line for two and a half hours to spend f- two minutes fighting in Marvel versus Capcom 8 or whatever yeah. the hell the Well, look how big, is. even at San Diego, look how big. I mean, not only do you have the pavilion that's over, you know, outside by by Petco, that's usually video games. I mean, now it's starting, you're, you're starting to get other things there, but it, you, yeah, for a while. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the video games when you had what's his face's nerd, nerd HQ or whatever, which yeah. isn't there. But this did year. you also have the Hilton, or not the Hilton, the Marriott, yeah, video game that has Nintendo's, mm-hmm. you know, and the PlayStation there. And then on the floor, you have a you big have Xbox. And remember one, how and we have... don't walk by it because there's so many people there? Yeah. That's what they're interested in. They're, when we went to WonderCon. Remember standing at WonderCon watching mm-hmm. people play X-Men versus Capcom? Yeah. It makes sense. Hundreds of people there. There is no reason right. not to open E3 because you're going to make ticket sales. You can right. make it as long as you want because once you set up, you don't really have to take anything down. Companies that are going don't have to bring and merchandise. you just give swag. Yeah, you, know. you, yeah. you have the presentation But now beforehand. you can also open it. Much like the, the LA Auto Show, the top of it is just a whole bunch of cars. You go downstairs and it's a bunch of people telling, selling accessories. Yeah. You're going to have people who are going to vie to have vendor booths at E3 that are going to be selling merchandise. If you have, I, can't, if, if you're I, I mean, I, you'd have some. I can't imagine. A you're not going to. No, you're not talking. I'm not talking about like Comic Con size. Right. But you can fill that basement with enough vendors who want to sell stuff. Oh sure. Anything related to video games, anything related to pop culture. It's like going to a Star Trek convention. When you go to the retailer floor, it's not like it's all Star Trek. Right. <laughs> the, ba- the the there's an emphasis on it, but they sell comics and well, all these even, toys even and stuff you know, like you that. go to Star Wars convention, exactly. the same thing. Toy retailer. Yeah. Yeah. So the same thing here. You now have a group of people. As much stuff is coming out in terms of merchandise for games, from figures and, and statues and whatever. And then also, if you're a company that's trying to make game chairs, yeah, headphones, microphones, sure, 
cons- if you get Any a third hardware. party license well, see, to, make, yeah, because uh, to make controllers, you're yeah. going to buy to sit at the bottom of E3 to have a booth that sells <clears throat> better controllers for the Xbox that are that are more ergonomically gripped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those controllers are a hundred bucks, and people will buy them there. No, I, and I can see them. that because especially the more we become beholden to the download. People are, you know, just, that's where the money's going. That's to where be. a lot of people are not going into the physical stores anymore mm-hmm. to buy discs, which is what brings people in to buy them, and then they buy the third party stuff. Yep. You're no longer having that, so you've got that's to have an like outlet when to you show. put people in that environment, sure. that experience. That They're more willing them, to buy yeah. something. Yeah. And if I, why do we buy people Disney stuff that we can get anywhere games. else? Right. At the you know when we're at Disneyland, the, yeah. the bulk of people. They buy they buy lightsabers that are available at every. Target. Why why are the the exclusive vendor booths at you know at D three D twenty three or Star Wars or something so I'm not big even and popular. exclusive. Just buying stuff that you know you can find somewhere else. It's because you're in the moment. Right. You're in the spot when you're in the Star Trader and little Billy's just got off of Star Wars and he's I want a lightsaber and it's the twenty five dollars. The Star same Trader. one that you, yeah yeah oh what what the what the hell did I see. There was something there. Well, even I the figures. The, yeah, the, there was something I looked at that was like forty dollars at Target. It was sixty at the Star yeah. Trader, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm, I'm not buying this here. And you look how much merchandise it. is is go, passing through there all day yeah. long. Yeah. They're selling comic books there. Oh yeah, they're selling books and comic books and all stuff that you can get at online retailers. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. You can get it at Toys R Us for like you get all this and twenty percent higher than what it is. At least twenty percent higher than than what it is. Well, the comic books are selling at cover right. price, but again, they probably get a sweetheart deal. They own the company that that produces them, right? Um, so that that to me, that's the future of E three is going to become a show that's open to the BlizzCon's open to the public. Yeah. So well, I can, why, like why I said, I could see it being Play more like a NAM, like a yeah. like a yeah, CES. And any, anyone who's saying, "Oh, I can't wait till they go back to industry only," that's never happening. I don't. I can't see that. There's yeah. never happening because honestly. The retail industry, which is what caused, and we've talked about this before, the retail industry is what caused it to go to being so exclusive. Yeah. The year that GameStop and Game Crazy and all these other little mom and pop stops were out there, they would be able to have their employees go to it. GameStop, which was the biggest retailer in the country, in the world, comes out and says to all its employees in a mass email, make sure you get online and get your E3 badge now. They went, whoa, time out. We don't want all of these people here. We want this to be a trade show for the industry and the media. Back then, there was also a lot more media. Yeah, you needed it back yeah. then. You don't need it anymore. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, there, there's more media now because there's more bloggers and things like that. Right, but, but you there don't was need it. It's 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 less not, coverage. It's, it's not media in in a classic sense in the definition of what a journalistic media should be. Right, it's. It's opinion media. Yes. It's us. Yeah. It's yeah. people. We're not coming on here and giving you information about Wonder Woman. There's, there's more news. buzz, there, there's more buzz on Facebook and Reddit than there is on yeah. you know, you're GameStop getting, Magazine. You're interested in getting Game Informer. You don't care who's reading Game Informer anymore. You're worried about who's on Reddit and who's on Tumblr. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's Social on media. 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook, whatever. That's mm-hmm. where you want your buzz. The Battlefront 2... I was just going to say, what do we, you know. Battlefront 2 won because every, almost everybody that I saw talking about it was positive. Yeah. I'm looking at it going, okay, this sounds like the type of game I want. This is the game everybody wanted. Multiple eras. You've got 
beautiful looking locations. Mm -hmm. They show you gameplay. Uh, it has a story mode that's specific to the game. Yep. Features new characters that takes place just after episode six. Yep. Um, the destruction of the second Death Star. So you get a campaign mode that's based off of the Imperials. Almost every single person I saw was positive. The only negatives was I can't wait till it gets farther. I the the one I saw today was a video. Like the one thing I want is the galaxy. What is it? Galactic Quest. Yeah. Galactic Conquest. Whatever was in the original Battlefront two or whatever. Okay. On the, on the PlayStation, you you. I guess you were playing online against one person, and you were dominating the different planets. Right. You pick your side, and you go to Hoth, and you win. You get that planet. They yeah. go to Hoth, and they win. They get to take it back. It's like capture the flag type of thing. Right. And whoever gets all the planets first wins. Um, that's the, the only negative I was seeing is I can't wait till they go farther. Well, look. We said when we first and, saw and that. Did you see the, <laughs> they have the side-by-side the -side picture of the outside of Feed on Naboo? So they have it from episode one. And they have it from the game. Like, why does it look in the? Why does it look so much better in the game? <laughs> why does it look so much better? And everyone's like, it's been sixteen years, yeah. eighteen years of rendering. I think That's they could. True. Yeah, they make it look so much better. It's also because it's a video game. Right. It's it's less realistic. It's more colorful and everything. It looks like Asgard. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Totally but the does. shots of the N one fighter, yeah. the Naboo fighter, going through the 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 waterways or whatever, mm -hmm. shooting. Oh my god, that looked awesome. Well, look. Here's the thing. Everybody had complaints about Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefront One, um, and we said EA had just bought the license less than a year before. Right. The, the complaint for Battlefront One is they should have let the other company finish what they were working on rather than start over. Right. And it was not necessarily a disaster. It made a lot of money, but as it was Sebastian a, was here, he'd point out how quickly it fell off the buzz meter sure. in terms of people playing it. To the point in which they were selling the complete game mm -hmm. after all the DLCs that everybody paid for came out, they were selling the complete game for like thirty bucks. You could buy. You, there was a point last year you could buy the complete game and all of the DLCs for thirty nine dollars. Because yeah. even though I had the game and I paid seventy because I got the deluxe, I went back and bought the downloadable one because it came with everything for yeah. forty Sucker. bucks. Sucker. And then I and then I gave and then I think spent, I either sold. Yeah, well, which is what you would have done anyways with the if you wanted to get everything I know. with the pass. But there was no way that Lucasfilm, Disney, or even EA was going to let a movie come out that was rebranding or rebooting the the series or the 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 galaxy. No, and they, not have a video game out. Well, right, because they knew suckers like you would pay seventy dollars for an expansion <laughs> pack or an ex, 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 whatever, knowing before the game came out that it wasn't going to be as good like as everybody yeah. thought it would be. Yeah. It didn't even look as good as that that last video from the developer that was doing the game before looked amazing. And well, then you look at Battlefront and you're like this doesn't look as good. If you look Two at Battlefront a year stuff, a year yeah. later, like what it is now, it's amazing because they changed gameplay, they added so much more content, they did so many upgrades and things like that yeah. to the game. But even then wasn't enough for right. what this is listening to people and doing a story mode and doing class modes now yes. too. Yes. That there's class modes to it. There's differences in your characters. You can build a squad with your friends if you're playing online. Mm -hmm. You can pick your classes if you're playing online. You can and you can play through all three different play, eras. You can play through all three different eras. You can play factions. There's at least six factions. Yes. You have separatists and, and Republic, mm -hmm. Alliance, Empire, First Order, Resistance. Um, the number of elite characters in it is huge. Yep. We've seen Ray. We've seen... Maul. Uh, Maul, Kylo. Kylo. They show Kylo. Yeah. And somebody else I was thinking. You get Luke. Really cool. You get the ones from before, too. But there was yeah. one more that they added 
that I can't remember. Oh, was it Qui Gon? Did they show Qui Gon? Maybe don't not. Remember, I don't remember seeing Qui Gon. The, tra- the, the trailer. Um, you but either, again, you're you, either you, going to have Qui Gon or Young Obi. Yeah, you're going to you get elites from all of the different eras, which is cool. The Maul looked great with the yeah. saber and what he was. So you've got a lot of the pieces that people are asking for. The mm-hmm. DLCs apparently will be free. Yeah. As you keep going, and stuff that once it's complete, they'll send it to you. And if it's free, then you know, buy the game when it first comes out. Awesome. Right. Versus, why are you know buy the game? It's incomplete. Yeah. You got to pay for pay for it to be complete. This is if they're going to give it to you for free, then buy the game, play it, get better at it. Um, there's upgrades as you as you level up or whatever and stuff mm-hmm. like that that seem to be. Sorry. It sounds like a yeah. lot of the stuff that Sebastian complained about when Battlefront came it, out. It, everything that Sebastian complained that well, wasn't there is there now. That's what it really is, is that so many people have voiced their opinion about how bad of an experience the first one was that they changed. And yet they still pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's wrong with the video game industry. Yeah. Um, that is so creepy. Oh, my oh God. God. It's like a realistic oh SpongeBob. Oh, God. Um, so what did you guys think of um, what were other games that were announced? I mean, Ethan, you I know you you're more of a gamer than Chris and Mikey. Definitely Mikey. Yeah, it took him 2 years to play Last of Us. <laughs> Last of Us. I waited until it was got, 10 bucks and I yeah, downloaded it. I got through it, didn't I? I don't remember what else I saw. Oh, the Spider-Man was the other big thing. Spider-Man was Spider-Man which they showed last year. So which got delayed. Well, they actually showed like some gameplay of it. They showed cuz last year they showed an uh, animatic of it. And well, that full trailer with him swinging through all over the place was crazy. They also announced that there's going to be multiple costumes throughout comic book, movie, yeah. and whatnot. Everybody's just waiting for that Scarlet Spider. I love the, I love the end of the uh, trailer. Is the one guy, the kid taking the video, and then the other guy walks off camera, and then two seconds later, you go, hey Miles, come on, and Miles Morales turning around is like, oh, all yeah. right, you know. Everybody knew it was a Spider-Man fan. It, was excited and also please don't screw this up. Please yeah. make this a good game. <laughs> um, well, the Spider-Man Two on the PlayStation Two was a fantastic game because it was an open-world, quest-based game. Yeah, and that's the thing that people loved about the Spider-Man games. Ubisoft announced uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, which goes back to the very beginning in Egypt. So yeah, might, as well, might as well shoot that bullet out of the chamber now. <laughs> who knows where you're gonna go from here yeah i mean you re- really they've done everything you can do with that but now they're going they've done everything they're going back to the to how the the assassins Creed started in space because nobody assassinated each other before egypt <laughs> they, have, um, they, have they done like feudal japan no that's right that'll be next they'll do that and then they'll do space because they've done they've done i'm waiting until the, they do the future do they do a space space game yeah because it's like it takes place even mm-hmm. farther in the future and you go back to the point where like humanity colonizes mars right and you get to play on mars with you know reduced gravity and space guns and stuff like that because they, they've done american uh revolutionary war they've done they did the colonies they did black well, that, the, 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 uh, well the, yeah they did yeah, pirates yeah, when know. they were still colonies not right not america um they did the, did the renaissance renaissance french uh revolution revolution they did they did um england during the victorian age because it was uh they did it like around white chapel and all that area then they did uh, michael fassbender (laughs) the movie but then they also did has anyone seen that film i have well, did I, you? I we fell watched it. it. <laughs> did you watch, or was that Beth that watched it? You watched it with Beth. See, what we need to Beth do now. Beth was upset because I fell asleep and I was snoring through. Is we have to? 
<laughs> when someone says something like that, I think we should put on our page the movie poster with, you know, I fell asleep during it, Ethan. <laughs> you, know, you know, instead of the, like, pulse-pounding excitement, AV, you know, AV online, just to do it and put that, like, put it in the poster. But then he falls asleep through everything. No, but, I mean, whenever we say it, when we have those those reviews where we're just like, you know, Oh, okay. It's mediocre. My Wonder Woman review, a movie that des- a movie that deserves to be better. Yeah, it's like the weirdest. That'd thing. be a, the. That was pretty cool. What Cup, is that? Oh, Cuphead. Cuphead. What was Cuphead? Is it a mobile on game? Xbox One, oh, PC, September 29th. It's like platformer Cuphead pairs running gun gameplay with a distinct 30s cartoon art. Oh yes, style. yes, 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 yes. I, yeah, they it looks pretty cool. Microsoft showed that during their uh, their press conference. Yeah. They also they showed the new Forza game. Yeah, and, Sebastian was all about the Forza. Um, which looks amazing, and they they unveiled the new Porsche 911 mm. during it. No one had ever seen it before. Which looks almost exactly like every 911 yeah. that's out there now. Um, Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah, Call of Duty, the Call of Duty looks okay. good from EA. They um, already did that one. Yeah, I know they've done it. They've done a lot of them. <laughs> going <laughs> back and doing World War, World War Two. Call, Call of Duty hasn't gone to World War Two, have they? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the first titles released for the Xbox 360. Uh, yeah, I remember that. But now they've added more zombie missions and things like that. Um, I know. Because you have to kill zombies. Because you know zombies were in World War II. Uh, there's another game. They told you uh, the South Park fracturing butthole is never going to come out. October 17, 2017. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh, I, will, I, I would all but bet everything I own that that movie will not... Or movie. It might as well be a movie. That game will not come out in 2017. <clears throat> Skull and Bones looks amazing. Yeah, for you. Oh, it's like you have to clean they, that screen every time you they play. took the best parts. It's gonna be so uh, weird to watch him play that, or, or not watch him, but I don't know when watch he's playing play that, that game that he's playing it with one hand, <laughs> the controller one hand, and just oh, I don't want to watch him. They play they it. took the best parts of the Assassin's Creed Black Flags, Black Sails, Black Flags, no Black Flags, Black because Black, Black Sails is uh, is the TV series yeah. that Michael Bay did. So they or, they did an Assassin's Creed about killing roaches. <laughs> <laughs> they did a pirate Assassin's Creed, which you were on a you know. No, I know. Pirate. Oh, I missed. So, I missed that gorgeous. boat like three times at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, oh, little, no, literally the, missed the that boat, boat at Comic yeah. Con. I was in line three times and got the line cut off because of some stupid party. Well, you can still go down there. It's the um, Pride of India or whatever the, the yeah, ship. Yeah, it's, it's in uh, yeah. Hunter Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that game looks amazing. You're you're plays a you know, multiplayer game as. Yeah, pirate. that game's gonna suck balls, and you're still gonna buy it. And There's those weird games that you you fall in love with, and you pick up because yeah. you're a fan of the genre, or you know, sometimes it's it's a you know a licensed game that isn't very good, but you're still playing it like crazy. Because yeah, you're just like dude, like episode I played that Star Wars episode three forever because I wanted to I wanted to win at the end. I wanted Obi Wan or uh, I wanted to play as Anakin and win. Yeah, get that alternate ending. Never did it. I did it once. <laughs> um, they just showed Crackdown three, which I still don't understand why they're making another Crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown two, like bombed incredibly. The thing is, when even when those franchise games and sequels bomb, I find that developers and producers find it's easier or, or it's safer to still put that name mm-hmm. on something that's successful than failed. And put the name against it mm-hmm. versus trying to develop a brand new game. Right. Yeah, because everything. I mean, almost everything is sequels, or it's you know, Far it's Cry, like Far Cry Five, uh, US, which looked amazing. And then you, was, you also played, had. Um, I didn't play Far Cry. I can't remember the game that I, I was playing on, on Eric's Xbox. God of War, which they showed last year, they showed the cinematic for. Now they showed it again. 
with actual play gameplay. They even showed some behind the they scenes. They gave you stuff. a Snapchat filter for it too. Yeah. Especially when I think of the games that they're still doing sequels of that I was playing on PlayStation Two. Yeah. Kirby Co-op for the Switch. Um, and then they show um, Marvel versus Capcom. Yep. Thanos. Yeah. The the I was watching the, the thing with Rocket and Dante. Yeah. From Devil May Cry. That was awesome. Mm. Yeah. It was just basically guns all over the place and stuff. That's I watched that and I just go, "There's no way I'll ever be able to play that game." Yeah. I can't <laughs> hit buttons fast enough for any of that to make sense. Do the shark thing. Do the shark thing. <laughs> Do the shark thing. I'm surprised you guys. Which is funny. Is that one of the we we were going to do it, but we should do it with just four of us instead of with Kalus. No, it's fun doing it with K because K just destroys all four of us in 45 seconds. Um, I think the first time I got a hit on him when we were playing Injustice, that was like that was like me winning at Halo. That was the highlight of his month. When we're done, we can play some of the old school stuff. We got we got all the systems here. No, you gotta you gotta finish dinner. (laughs) I know. The uh, SDC Comic Con exclusive at Hasbro is an Iron Man Mega Man action figure pack yeah. for the for the game. I love that pack. It's Mega Man firing the cannon, mm-hmm. and the way that Iron Man is in the package, he's got the repulsor out. He's just like like bitch, please. <laughs> just like like talk to the hand, bro, because his oh. head isn't turned totally. It's kind of this way. It's kind of like looking forward, but he's got his his hand out. Uh, or his head, I'm sorry. His head's like forward towards the package yeah. enough that the hand out, it looks like he's just dismissing the fact that Mega mm. Man exists. Speaking of two packs, I saw a um, Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Speaking of two packs. Yeah, that's been, yeah. That's been out for a little while. Yeah, I was going to pick it up today, but it was on hold at Toys R Us for somebody. Is it, is it in the, the it was in the package? Yeah, we yeah. had it at the store. It was, yeah. it was it's like the the comic uh, yeah. cover. Yeah. Basically, it's basically yeah. the comic cover, and they did the colors a little differently. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Super Mario Brothers uh, Odyssey. Looks oh, you mean Mario Kirby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny. Funny. The reason I, was, I I saw I was scrolling through like basically a lot of like memes or funny pictures mm-hmm. that I I save and then I'll send them to people or whatever. So I was deleting the ones that I had already sent, and there's one that is Link. Yeah. And it says, "This is not Zelda. This is Luigi. Get it right, because <laughs> he's in green." <laughs> it just cracked up. It's like, "This is not Zelda. <laughs> this is Luigi. Get it right, because he's in the green." Am I mistaken, or the only hardware that was was uh, shown this year was the Xbox One X? I think so. Yeah. What is that? That like, is. What's the difference? That is what the Scorpio. Okay, you know how you Scorpion, have Scorpion, not Scorpio. Scorpio. No, that's what they were calling it. It's got a Scorpio, you know, process. I thought it was Scorpion. No, it was Scorpio. No, okay, Scorpio it just kept saying Scorpion when we year. typed it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how they have the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro? No. Okay, they have a PlayStation the 4. The last thing I owned was a PlayStation 2. Okay, they have a PlayStation 4, but then they have a PlayStation 4 Pro, which is 4K and it's got a bigger processor and everything. A larger hard drive. A larger yeah, hard, drive. hard drive, too. The Xbox One X is... So if you have an Xbox One, mm-hmm. you need to buy a new system in order to play these games. No, because they're putting them out as Xbox One and Xbox right. One X. But if X. you want to push these games if to you what want, they just yeah, showed you. If yes, you want if you want to, so you're, you're, you're buying a new X. Sorry, Bethy's buying a new Xbox. Yes. So if you want to play 4K, Arabella's college faster, fund is going to be completely It's gone. basically if you took what is a, 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 a gaming computer right now and you put it into a console. It's that is that Same fast, idea. that powerful, okay. you know. Where six months from yeah. now, when actually when it comes out, you know, the it'll be worthless. Well, you, the gaming console or the gaming the gaming laptops, computer is going to be a lot better. Yeah, I mean, it always is. It can't keep up with it. 
you know, console can't keep up with the, yeah, what, the a computer. Like, mm. I can't do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> this F to fire. What? What's but, going on? But it is. It's it's going to be the most as of right those now, people the impress powerful. the hell out of me. Oh yeah. Watching mm. people play that, you know, like when you watch the games and they're playing on the computer and they play Starquest or whatever in Korea and they're just they're playing with the, the things and just moving their fingers and hitting yeah. this and whatever. When it's... hell playing. Um, what was a gazillionaire or something on, I mean, this is years ago on Eric's computer, which is, it's a space trading game. You buy stuff and sell it. Yeah. Even then like, Oh, sell looking down at the screen. Where is the S but there it is. S sell go. I can still remember if you buy low and you sell really high in that game. And then this voice goes, great deal. And I still have that stuck in my head. So I think one of the biggest, Things that everybody was excited for, but also kind of let down about, was Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3, they announced last year, or was it two years ago? That they were go- well, two years ago, they announced that it was going to be made. Mm-hmm. Last year, they showed some some of the Japanese uh, yeah. footage from it. This year, they showed almost the exact same footage, but they had it rendered with you know for English. Yeah, are they re-rendering? The originals and releasing them like they they've already Halo? done that they already did that okay for PlayStation. Now there may be coming out for Xbox or downloadable. Yeah, they said they at may some not point. have it may not have an exclusivity like it used to. Well, Xbox the for Kingdom Hearts three Kingdom Hearts three will be released on Xbox and PlayStation and stream I think or Steam. Steam. Yeah. Um, Steam. It's definitely going to be on Xbox and PlayStation, but they didn't show any new footage because. Disney's opted to release the new trailer and all the, the new footage yeah. at D23 next month. That's what we've been saying that with their movie stuff for years. D- There's no... When you hold you're your not own gonna con, have You're not going to have Marvel at Comic-Con. You're not going to have Star Wars. Not, you won't have the big announcements. You'll, no. have, you'll have a presence. I don't even think you'll have that. Because what, what, what are you going to do? Well, when you also have D23... When you have D23 the week before, before yeah. Comic-Con... No, they're going to do... They're going to do whatever, whatever new trailers they're going to do... Whatever. I'm just wondering what's, if what's what's after Black Panther? Is it is it Infinity War? Infinity War. It's immediately after I two think months. You, because they've been shooting, you're going to see the first small snippet at D23. Yeah, they're going to give you ten seconds of something. You'll have you. I mean, they, they, they always have a panel where they bring out people. You're watching but, other people play video games. Oh, it's trailer. But I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling the next the the 2020 movies of Marvel and Star Wars may get announced at D23 this year. Too far. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause Three that, years away. Yeah. And I know they've announced it. I don't think they know what they're doing in 2020. <laughs> yeah, no, I really don't. I think they're, they're waiting to see kind of what this stuff does. Yeah. So, okay, wrapping things up. Anybody else see anything at E3 that was really stood out to them as, a, as something Booth special and amazing? I mean, there, there was a lot of good stuff that was shown this year, but it's not like... A year where you have a lot of hardware coming out. Mm-hmm. Like last year, there was a lot of VR stuff that was being shown, and everybody was excited about. Still has that VR but stuff. It's all but out. No. Yeah, yeah I mean, and yeah. it's yeah. not. The, the big thing this year was the else. Xbox One X. Yeah. The, that was, the, that's and the that's the thing. only thing because Microsoft is the only one putting out it. Yeah. Well, last year was the Switch. Yeah. Last it? year was the Switch, and it was yeah. the VR yeah. stuff. The, the, the VR stuff is they've had VR before, and you see people play it. I just I don't see that. Here's the big thing. We were talking about this off the off mic tonight. The Xbox One X doesn't look to be coming with a Kinect. Hmm. Thank God. <laughs> I don't have to listen to you but scream. The, and TV. And it's also... Oh, my God. If you get an Xbox One X, you're going to have to figure out how to use the remote. Shut up. That's amazing. 
instead of screaming at the TV. But the, all day. you know the the VR thing is you know, actually not bad. I mean, I I tried the uh, I tried okay, the uh, Batman game that's on your... VR with PlayStation. I'd like to play good. the Star Wars one that's on VR. But I don't just in order to get it. Not only if you don't have a PlayStation Four, you have to buy the console. Then you have to spend another five hundred dollars for the VR stuff. Plus, then you have to buy the game. And you have to buy the camera and the yeah. little handset. Yeah, so I think Eddie has the VR thing for it. Yeah? I think he got it for Christmas. Nice. About to ask him. So, yeah, I mean, E3 this year, it was there was a lot going on, but... Yeah, there was a lot more people there. There was a lot more people there, Everybody but I don't... I just... I, I Nothing really... I'm just I mean, there were a lot of games that, that jump out at me. I'm just going to keep going. I know. I'm just going to keep going. She's going to throw a knife at you in a minute. <laughs> What's not, I'm not stopping her from eating. But there's a lot... But, No, because they're never they're never they're not going to be up. here. So <laughs> let's wrap things up. Sebastian's trying to catch all of the Pokemon. He's never coming back. Pokemon. <laughs> and Travis. oh, we should have had Sebastian bring Arabella to the tournament. <laughs> Shut up. God, <laughs> watch her get bored. She out wouldn't of her have gone because she got her chameleon. Watching. So. Well, there you go. You could have saved yourself the chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so because she would have gone to Pokemon and she would have spent all that money on Pokemon cards instead of a small creature that your cat's going to eat within three days. Yeah. So, are everybody going to go see Transformers next weekend? Nope. nope. <laughs> that was very totally. quick. Because it's going to be the last one, so it has to be good, right? It's the last Michael Bay one. No, it's not. Thank God. He says it's going to be. Thank Within God. two weeks of that movie coming out, <laughs> he's going to announce that he's doing... No, that, that, I think Hasbro is going to say, nope, we need to get our Hasbro u- or it's universe It's not up going. to Hasbro. I think it is. No, it isn't. Paramount has an option for another movie. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll talk about it. No, let's talk about Transformers. <laughs> 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 all right so make sure you check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables we're also on twitter at nerdables show and we're on instagram as nerdables so for oh, I think Chris, you that up. mikey and ethan no let's just keep going let's just i'm ra saying we'll talk to you next week let's keep talking keep talking <laughs>